You're listening to 1590 KVTA Afterwards, the show where we talk for 15 minutes and 90 seconds about the day's events. How was the show today, Spence? It was great. And uh, during the show today, I was inspired by our friend from the Mixed Martial Arts, and oh, that was... Mark the Menace Young. My, yes, my very good friend. And I skipped rope again during the show. I went out while uh, Rich Galana was doing his news report. I went out, and I think I skipped 18 times nice. without missing. So okay. my goal is, I told him we'd invite him back in 30 days, and I was going to put on some form of display of rope skipping, uh, since he is the guy. So that got me motivated, so I'm two days in a row now, not bad. Yeah, I like that. Not bad at all. It's a good so streak. It is. It's a solid streak, two in a row, and I, I plan on continuing to do that. So maybe I would feel comfortable enough to be in shape where I could go and try out his gym. Yeah. I would love to grapple. Yeah, that'd be good. I think that would be a good talent for you. Yes, grappling is something I need on my resume. What else do we have going on here? It's um, AI RoboTire can change four tires twice as fast as a human. You know, right now, you look at a, a lot of things we can do in the world and a lot of jobs that there are. And many people tell you, uh, like, you are not a traditionally educated person. No. Really. You, you didn't. You might have university with a few classes. But your deal was more hard knocks uh, from Sacramento. It joined up. Air yeah. Force. Did the Air Force. Did a little bit of trade school within the Air Force, but mm -hmm. no real, yeah. You did like sheet metal or something, right? Yeah, you I did sheet metal yeah. and corrosion control, yeah. The so, sheet, sheet metal was fun. It was a lot of math. That's the one thing math? people don't realize. A lot of math in sheet metal. Yeah, because you're doing, you're building panels and on aircraft, it's, you have to be within a 64th of an inch on your measurements. There's no room for, you know. You That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you have to be it, there's everything has to be really perfect on an airplane in order for it to fly and this is the stuff that you did with your life so you would actually fall into the category that is becoming a big deal these days where people are saying you know you don't have to go to university you don't have to go to college that's right you can just go out on your own. now you do have to learn something uh, to have a gig, but a lot of those gigs can tend to be things like our good friend, Donnie uh, Kachemizi, who I'm sure is doing well. He moved to Vegas, sold his place, but he made a very fine living, and he had like a two-year degree. Mm, wow. And he just went through, and he was a wrencher, smart as hell. I mean, the guy was fabulous to talk to. He went that way. Another friend of mine, his dad did the same thing, a GED out of high school, didn't even get a high school diploma, made a fortune. So I just get a little concerned when I see these types of things because with the AI, when somebody says, well, it can't do that yet, I look at it more like, look what it can do now. Right. And it's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Were you a fan of the Cars movies, the animated movie? Oh, I thought they were great. Was that Guido, the one where he was in the pit? The little uh, oh, Italian yes. thing. And, boom, 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 and right. he dropped the tires like fast, like did four quick. It's this type of stuff that we're getting into. So the automation worries me. It's And it's just those little nibbles. It's at like drive-thrus. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. When you pull up and you say what, you know, and it's not what, what you like. It, it's very conversational. Mm -hmm. And you would be surprised how many times. And what they were pitching this morning on CNN Business was the fact that, we talked about it on air too, the fact that you will go through. They're not going to say, by the way, this is AI. You're going to have a conversation when you're done. Somebody could say you just talked to a robot, and you'll be shocked that you did this. So the Where's idea, the cute girl that I ordered <laughs> exactly. the cheeseburger from? Where'd she what go? There, I wanted to get a number. 
and it's the AI-powered robo-tire for tires right now twice as fast as a human. Already <laughs> it can do that. And this type of stuff is weird. Now, does somebody have to build the robot? I don't even know. Is a robot building a robot? Right. What is going on here, folks? So the creep is coming in. Yeah, it does. It's terrifying. It feels like a scary movie where the, the robots are just going, all right, just let us in. We're, 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 just, we're just putting our foot in the door. We're not going to completely consume your home, but they're consuming our home. They are. Little by little, they are. And another thing that's happening with AI, and this has just been in the news a lot. We've been talking about it for a, quite a while now is how wise guys some people are getting in their searches. So before it would be something like, I need a term paper on World War II. You would put that into AI and it'd come back. But what the wise guy kids are doing today, they'll say something like, I want to write a song about the play Macbeth in the style of Bob Marley. And the AI is starting to produce this stuff. And you're looking and it, it's brilliant mm -hmm. and you look at that and you go because oh. the whole thing well it can't take away the warm human thoughts ah uh, maybe it can mm -hmm. you know just maybe it can so what we're waiting for is okay i need a norm mcdonald style stand up and it's got to be done on major league baseball and just see what it would do and what it would produce when people say oh come on it's here folks yeah that's it's here now that's the and I'm glad that you mentioned that because we do have the writer strike, and that's a part mm -hmm. of it. Is the is the AI thing, and um, when we do these gigs, the better paying gigs as a comic are the the ones that are a little more specific. Like you might get hired by, let's say, Apple to go do a show for them, and they want you to mention certain things about their products or whatever. You know, AI can just do that for them on the screen. They don't have to pay a comedian; they can just punch it into a computer, and that gets troubling. Yeah, right. Well, it gets troubling. Yeah, they don't have to pay for airfare. They don't have to pay for a hotel. They don't have to pay for the comics. They don't have to, you know, like it's an easier thing. And so you're going to, that's terrifying. So and the really first thing that brought that creepiness into it, my, my cousin's in, he does lighting for major motion pictures. He worked for Scorsese on a couple of films. He's big time. And he hated the Polar Express. I look and I go, what's a big deal? And he says, you're going to see those movies when they get a little better. And he said, it's not going to be people anymore. He said, I guarantee you this is going to happen. It is here. Uh, so in some ways it's funny. In some other ways, we're back to Westworld, which people in my age group, I'm talking the original Westworld back to Yul Brenner, when the robots did everything you would need. <laughs> And we do highlight everything. Uh, so that's that's just one of those things that, that is coming up. But more and more and more, it digs in. So we must make our place to make sure. And as before on our podcast, I really recommend just find the story called Epicac, E-P-I-C-A-C, -E by Kurt Vonnegut. He talked about this in the late 50s. He wrote a short story on this. And it's remarkable. It's a computer that wrote the poems for a girl. Wrote some very good ones, too. And it's really interesting how it goes. So anyway, uh, we'll get off that now because it's frankly creeping me out. Yeah. Plus, Roger and Zap wrote a song about it many years later called Computer Love. Yeah. Computer Love. Yeah. Neil Young wrote Computer Age. And he also wrote a song called Sample and Hold, which he was telling a computer what he needed. 
I need a unit to sample and hold hair, blonde, eyes, blue, weight, one, one, zero. Yeah, Neil has that song. Wow. He's creating a woman through computers. 110, he must not be a big fan of curves. That's right, yeah, he didn't. Definitely was going for it. Well, I can't go there. She needs to be a pole vaulter. Yeah, that's it. That, oh, okay, I'm hopping subjects here. Have you ever seen Black Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live? Oh, no. Oh, it's so funny. They had Tom Hanks on Black Jeopardy. So the host is that Keenan yeah. kid who's funny as heck. Mm -hmm. And then they always have two of the other celebrities, and they're always African-American, and Tom Hanks is up there. And they said one of the things was women, and it says uh, – what is a skinny woman good for? And Hanks hits this thing, and he's a redneck, and he goes, absolutely nothing. They can't pick nothing up. They're not My <laughs> wife is this. And all that. It was so funny, and it was just so great because here he is answering the questions. It's on the two things that are funny on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. When people say it's lost it, I think they still have two strong, strong bits, and one of them are the newscasters. Mm -hmm. Now, the one guy is Che. C-H-E, he's uh, African-American mm -hmm. uh, talent. And the other guy is the white dude who's oh, married yeah. to the cute girl from Avengers. Oh, okay. That girl. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you're not there, are you? I'm not. The, the girl that yeah, plays Black Widow, whatever <laughs> oh, her name right, right, right. is, okay. super famous girl. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they write a joke for each other. Oh. And they have to tell the joke. And the jokes are scorchers. Oh. And... Michael Che always writes a joke about African-Americans that the white gentleman has to read. And it's so uncomfortable. And, it's, and he'll look at him like, what's wrong with you? It's a, it's a hilarious bit. And see, the, the jokes they write for each other, that's something we talked about on the morning show this morning. And it's great humor uh, because you can see it's done with a wink, but still the level of discomfort when he has to tell some of those jokes. This is national TV. Well, especially, yeah, the way things are now when we mm. when we live in a, a world of sound bites where they'll grab a sound bite and go, this is what this person's core belief is. And like somebody made an yeah. offhanded comment that didn't come out right, and all of a sudden they're yeah. this or whatever. It's kind of a strange. And out of the context that they're admitting this is what they're doing, but if you slice it out, nobody would know that because it was out of context. But it is a funny bit that they do on SNL. Hockey fans, we are. Yeah. The game, and I'm talking last night, the podcast today, we're recording this Friday, May 19th. The game that went into four overtimes oh, did for the it. Panthers. Yeah. Oh, I almost that turned that game 80 on. 80 extra minutes. Four overtimes is longer than the three periods they normally yeah. play. Here's the crazy thing the goal was scored by the Panthers with 12 seconds left in the fourth overtime. It was destined to go to five overtimes, and they netted it, and that was it. And the coach said of, of the Canes, the Hurricanes, he said these games are brutal to lose because mm -hmm. he says you put more than two games into that effort and you lose by one goal. It was so amazing, so remarkable. And when people say no scoring, isn't that – hockey isn't – boring when there's no scoring because there's brilliant saves there's great defense there's reasons why there's no scoring yeah there's so much action in yeah. hockey no matter what the score is and it's not just because oh they keep striking out it's just all of this heck that breaks loose in hockey so i, I just wanted to bring that up that's made a lot it's the fifth longest playoff game in history apparently there was one that went seven overtimes oh my goodness yeah, that's it's just nuts imagine so, being the imagine being the the 
the goalie on that one. You'd have sciatica from all that bending down. Like, it'd be crazy. And I didn't check through. Is there a point where they say, okay, we, we got to put in the other guy? Yeah. You know, is there a point where you do that? Because that's two and a half games. Uh, so it's awesome. All right, we got to do this one too because we want to talk about the worst drivers in America, and these are states. I've just got the top 10 here. Uh, from number 10 to 1 being the worst, Forbes compared all 50 states, Washington, D.C., across six metrics. The analysis identifies which states have the worst drivers and provides insight. Now, you've traveled a bit. Yeah. Have you lived in another state? Well, Hawaii. I Duh. lived in Hawaii for a little while. I contracted in uh, Washington for a little while. And then, you know, when I was in the military, I had little tours in Texas and stuff where I was out there for like three four months did you notice are the dry see i've only been to places as a visitor so i i can't call anybody out you know i've only really driven here i can't call anybody out. i've been to a lot of places but for five days yeah you know, so i can't really make a remark on where the drivers are good i just know that everybody who comes here says we stink yeah i, I it's a weird combination of you have the people who drive really really slow in California, like there's, I think those are the more dangerous drivers, to be sure. honest with you, because I think they're terrified of either getting pulled over or they're overwhelmed by the fact that there's just so much that you have to take in on the highways, the freeways out here. And they can make really bad decisions in changing lanes and stuff like that. That's why uh, the great Beavis and Butthead, when they um, hotwired the neighbor's Corvair, I think it was, and they're driving along, he goes, we're hauling ass. And then it shows from the outside, and there's somebody walking by the car. It is funny when you see the slow drivers. And one of the biggest issues with slow drivers, if somebody's coming up behind you, get out of the way as quickly as you can, because then you get that weird left-right, and that can cause accidents. But doing the top 10, the bottom 10, this could be called. Number 10, South Carolina. They ranked by these metrics from Forbes as the 10th worth state. Going to nine, Montana. Okay. Number eight, our friends in Arizona, stinky drivers. Wyoming is another one. I'm seeing a lot of open roads in these areas. Yeah, a lot of those have like way higher yeah. speed limits than we do. And I think that's one to. of the problems. Yeah. Yeah. There it's not the slow driver's high. New Mexico, breaking bad. Okay. Uh, Kentucky is uh, in there. Oklahoma is bad. Kansas is bad. I will tell you, I love number one because a lot of people are fleeing California to move to this state. And they say California is all stinky. I know we have problems, but I love California. Yeah, I'll go, I'll leave here kicking and screaming. Yeah, I really will because I know we've got some stupid things like the gas prices. This is a fantastic place to live. Between the weather, the beaches, and the opportunity, really, opportunity is a big part of it. You, there's no place where you can really create yourself like you can here, where you can, you know, just completely change what you're doing, go into something else. There's all these different entertainment venue av avenues. There's just so much that you could do. I always see you know, people comment and they say, what's the big deal? And I said, well, you can drive into L.A., see any ball team. Mm -hmm. I don't like the Dodgers. Then go when the Giants are in town, for crying out loud. San Francisco is pretty cool, too. Or take uh, extra 45 minutes, drive down and see the Angels. Yeah, and then <laughs> or go see uh, Ricky Gervais at the Hollywood Bowl. Did you hear he broke the record for um, gate at the Hollywood Bowl of all time? Really? He made, it was $1,600,000 thousand dollars in one event with 17,500 people there wow. yikes so it's about 100 bucks a ticket i that's, guess is what that boils down to terrify so Hollywood. He, he broke yeah no doubt he broke the record number one state the worst state for drivers is i'm gonna say tennessee oh you're so close oh 
Texas? Yes. Oh, okay. They say they're the worst. Again, I think with a lot of open roads and a lot of people driving very, very fast, but Texas is the worst. And a lot of my exes have gone to Texas. Yeah. Who was that song? Somebody did that. Might have been George Strait. Yeah, I think it was George Strait. Yeah, all my exes are in Texas. So that is the one. And I have many people that I still like, uh, but they moved to Texas. And they, they just say California's horrible. California, skiing, ocean, mm-hmm. lakes, rivers, mountains, desert, all within like two, two and a half hours from where we sit right here. That's Come right. on. Go with your politics wherever you want, but you can't take this with you. Final thing on the weather here. I used to drive the limos to the airport, and I had a lady get in, and she was from the East Coast, and she said, I don't think you guys understand. When you step out of a plane in Los Angeles, she says, the air feels like it's like light. She said, we can't, like, your movement in the air is weird, because she said, there, the, it's just heavier, it's humid. Mm-hmm. She says, when you step off, you, and she said, until you've experienced the humidity for a length of time, and then you come here, she, and she said, wow, it's just something to behold. Something that simple. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've taken, we took a long family trip all the way back towards the East Coast, and some of those places, the, it, the humidity was so, like, it was something that it, you never experienced here at all, even on our bad weather days, and it's just normal for them. <laughs> yeah, and it's with us, it's like, it's drizzling, and they're going, we got 13 inches of rain an hour ago. <laughs> And it's, it's just a different world. All right, we're officially into overtime. When's the next comedy show? Next comedy show is coming up uh, Friday, May 26th. The lovely and talented Melanie Baldonado Oxnard pro- product. And she's so funny and doing big things in the comedy business. Her, along with Jen Sturger, myself, DMV Mike, Chuck Testa. It's going to be a really good time. That's right. All of those funny people are going to be at Giggles. Where is it? That's over at the Hangar Bar and Grill in beautiful Santa Paula right there at the airport. We went a minute over. We did. Well, thank you for listening to 15. 1590 afterwards. Have a great day.